BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Go fuck yourself. He just had sex with me, and we don't use protection. Let's talk about my nutsack. She's going to have to whore her way back home. What do you guys know about barbecuing? Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am your host. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode 163 of the show. If you're new to the show, catch up on the back episodes. Like, you need to be team current. I forgot last week some guy emailed, and this just just comes to me right now. This Some guy emailed blah, 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 uh, calling back to something... 11 episodes ago. That's that's uncalled for. We're not we're not talking about 11 episodes ago. We're talking about last week, okay? Keep up to date, stay current, team current so you know what's going on on the show. I don't I don't want to be cuz I can't remember more than a week ago. I can't even remember a week ago or else I'd tell you what we talked about. Joining me now as always, of course, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. I've, okay. I have a I have a few things. Yeah. First of all, I, I disagree with you in the sense that please keep your your uh, downloads current, like just automatically subscribe. Yeah. But I, I'm not current with like anything, like oh. any shows. Any it, I, there's just there's so much content these days. It's true. There's a lot on the on the DVR on podcasts. Like I just it's like sometimes I'm current, but usually not. So I can't blame people for that one. Just, just keep your downloads current. Keep, keep your downloads current. But um, I noticed that people, every month, I don't really look that closely, but occasionally I'll go back and look, and people are still downloading episode one. And let's, guys. <laughs> we were trying to figure shit on, out. Start at like 30. Brian and I hadn't even spoken before, really. That's right. We were just getting to know. <laughs> it was like the first time we actually talked to each yeah, other. Yeah, I was like in my kid's bedroom. I didn't have the equipment dialed in. I didn't have the sound figured out. It's, you know, this is a work in progress. And now we're a tightly oiled machine. We are running on all cylinders, metaphor, metaphor, metaphor. Um, we're doing it. We're doing the thing now. So just calm down on those early episodes, okay, guys? Just stay current, but not... <laughs> Not yeah, it you don't need to we'll forgive you for missing the first few. Yeah. Um I I did say I was doing well, but actually I got an email tonight. 
from the, the the town or something. There's now going to be Hudson I County. Mean, this Has is, Hudson County this emailed is, you or the town, the actual town of Hoboken? The town because City my team, my the basketball team I coached won the championship, and they have the, a potluck dinner oh, for the championship teams. You know my feelings on awful on potluck. Awful. I don't want I don't want your baked goods. No. Oh, I, oh! You have a special meatloaf recipe. I'm not touching it. Can, I don't know your sanitary practices. Can you sign up to like bring napkins? That's always what I go for. for oh, who's well, who's bringing forks? Uh, I'm in on water forks. bottles. Yeah, water. Yeah, but I don't. I don't care. I you I don't, don't care about what I bring. Yeah. I don't want to eat or anything. But the problem is, the kids were talking about it at school. So my son's like, "Oh, we got a championship yeah. dinner. This is great." Oh. And I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like, I don't. I don't want to eat, and I'm, I thought I was done with this team. No good deed goes unpunished. Now, because my team was good, I had to coach two extra games, and now inv- invited to a potluck dinner. Though I hate potluck. Horrible. This is horrible. Um, this is the number one horrible. reason I'm glad my kids quit sports. Um, the I I, I felt like a, a real idiot yesterday. I saw a headline from the Washington Post and. I thought it was really interesting, and then I like wove it into some conversations, but I had not read the article oh, no. yet. Oh no! Like I just—it was like food for thought. And I was this, like, I really got to read this into is this every day of my life. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I read a stat, and it was mind blowing, and it was—it was legit, and it was factually correct. And it said seventeen percent of girls in Georgia are married before they turn eighteen. Wow. And I was like, That's I was like, lot. wow. I mean, you know, it's nearly one in five. That's one in six. It's it's the deep south, but like, come on. I mean, Georgia is still a pl- a real place. And so I like brought it up. I was like, can you believe that? Like, and then people are like, wow. I didn't think they were that backwards there. I thought it was, you know, you know, somewhat reasonable state. I go back last night and read it. It's the fucking country of Georgia, of course. The <laughs> <laughs> fucking. That Ruski <laughs> territory? But you know what? Like, we 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 turned it into an English name. Yeah, that's bullshit. We, why couldn't we have called it, like, Georgie? We already have a Georgia. Yeah. We've had a Georgia for hundreds of years. Totally. But, yeah, so I had to, like, go on an apology tour today. A couple people, I was like, yeah, that was the country, Georgia. Oh, you, like, what, you, like, sent out a text, like, hey, I was wrong about that? I would just let them continue to think that, and then I would let them say stupid shit. Yeah, I guess, but then I also didn't want them to read the real truth and be like, oh, you fucking idiot. He doesn't know the difference between the state and the... But I, I still, I disagree with the fact that we were, go, we're just accepting that that's the name. Because that's not how they pronounce their country. No way. Oh, no. No, they don't. You know, the, the British, the British, we named everything here after the British, obviously. New Jersey, New York, all that. Right, right, right. The British, they're real um, set in their ways in the sense that they do not accept people's preferred pronunciations. So the, you go, oh, this is, just leave it in the foyer. They go, they go, huh, foyer? They, they, the British have this figured out. Like, they don't say Beijing. Like, at some point, the Chinese were like, hey, you stop calling our fucking town Peking, it's Beijing. The fucking British are like, fuck that. It's Peking. We call it Peking. Fuck you. <laughs> and it's I, it's the same. The only they, one that really drives me nuts yeah. is they call it aluminium. It's not. It's just not what the the element well, is. Well, you know what? Not, the fucking the guy 
The guy that discovered aluminium, he fucking vacillated. He called it aluminium, and he all then he's like, he no, aluminum. Us. And he say he fucked us. Yeah, he fucked us over. That's very confusing, aluminium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm with you there, yeah. And one, one last thing. Sure. Um, uh, our, our pal Ish, oh, you know how, guy. like, after, after shows, he, he will take some of uh, our greatest hits from the show? Yeah. And he'll, and he'll like tweet put out, out quotes, yeah. And I, I, I find it as a compliment. I like I, to know what, what lines register. I like it. I forget that stuff. And I would, I know it's douchey. I would retweet some of that because it does make me giggle, but I feel, I feel like a little bit douchey retweeting my own compliments. Yeah. So, but I do appreciate exactly. that ish. But it, but it's funny to see some of our quotes out of context yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It looks silly, you, yeah. but anyway. Yes. So he quoted, this was last week. When we were we were really teeing off on the uh, one shining moment song, yeah. And the composer of that song is that real? Because I've seen that, but I haven't but, actually clicked on the thing. But but the thing is, you know, he's responding to negative with an answer, but he's responding to every mention of of that. And then I thought, well, this has got to be some sort of highly evolved bot, but it's it's, it's responding guy. in different ways. Yeah. So either this is a psychopath that set up like a highly evolved bot that can respond to like 400 different quotes or somebody is really like hitting back on a Twitter mention every single time. Well, I'll take it a step further because this ish great listener of the show. I know the listeners love him. Does he does he's a very very loyal listener. He sends us a lot of content. He participates. Absolutely. He's team current episode great guy. But I noticed that in one of the things where he's like he's basically trying to troll the one shining moment guy. He misspelled the guy's handle. He he left the T off uh-huh. so it just said one shining moment. So oh. that, that would not have shown up in the guy's mentions and yet he still responded. But it, so it couldn't have been a bot no, because he's, that he's searching himself and he's searching this guy himself is fucking crazy to a significant degree. Yes, that's insane. And then like one time, like so then he ish put quoted me saying it was the worst song ever. And he said, you might want to reconsider. And then he sent the, the video of it. And I just responded, it's not helping. And then it gave me like a wink or something. Yeah. I was like, buddy, don't. Keep me out of this weird game of yours. He's getting cheeky with it, this one shining moment guy. Yeah, I saw that. It's a terrible song. Yes, terrible. of course. It's what's well, so weird that it's in a that it's in uh like it's a tradition to play some weird song. Like what's oh we talked about this last week, so I won't get into it again. But it's just such an odd thing that no one's at the end of the World Series, it's like, ah, the World Series doesn't end until they play some song. Like it's it's just weird that it's even Right. They don't they don't do that for any sport, right? You, no. And and in ba- college basketball, which is a great tournament and everything, but you've got that stupid song and the stupid tie the presentation. Tie. I was really getting pissed off with Last night, I watched a little bit of the game, and I try not to date this. This week, when they had the game, um, Mm -hmm. the the broadcast team, this Grant Hill has gone to the the Reggie Miller School of Sominex Broadcasting. It's like he's he's constantly being woken up from a nap to speak. Like, get a little bit excited. You're at you're you're trying to get an audience to be involved and to feel your own passion. This Grant Hill has no passion. Well, yes, Raph is the best. 
Yes. Yeah. And so Raftery's he's an appropriate he's the appropriate level of excitement. Yeah, Raftery's there. He's obviously excited to be there. Yeah, he's an old guy. He's kind of cheesy, but he's he has a passion for the game. He's into it. And he gets to talk less because they're always going to Grant Hill cuz you know this Jim Nance, he feels like that, that Grant Hill is like a contemporary. So he wants to impress him. He wants to show that they're on the same level. And so they they're always going to Grant Hill. And Grant Hill is just, well, yeah, you see, yeah, what you're gonna want to get your hands up on defense. He offers nothing exciting and zero passion. And the one guy there that's passionate, you don't get to hear. I I agree, but anything, literally anything, is better than the Billy Packer shit they imposed on us for the first like 30 years of my life. Did he know Billy Packer? Was he was he a fan of Duke at all? Couldn't tell. <laughs> he was angry more than anything. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I, I wanted, I remember just wanting to enjoy when Maryland won the national title yeah. and he was just angry about like missed shots and stuff. And it's like, Hey buddy, we're like, we're like 25 minutes into the game. Can you just, you know, like just yeah, call it for the game that it Describe is. Describe what's happening in the game. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I briefly alluded to this last week. Yeah. And People hit me up on Twitter. There's a lot of there's a lot of chatter about this. Mm-hmm. Talking about my Birkenstocks. Oh no. It's it's anyone that follows me on Instagram at Brian Beckner, you will have seen that I occasionally do wear Birkenstock sandals. I got a couple pair. And one pair has been a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh one, do they I've like, did, did, Yes. Like just back up in case one pair gets no. wet or like no. do they have variations? Winter and summer. The, what is a winter Birkenstock? The winter is like a clog. So oh, it, no. it covers your foot. You wear, I wear it with socks. covers up the... It's like a shoe. It's like a shoe, but no back clog. So, so a while back, it's been probably a year, my Birkenstocks were damaged. And the sole, they need to be resold, bottom line. So I had to seek out a Birkenstock guy a guy that does because they have to get that material for the soul and cut a new soul and glue it on there. How, I don't not really. You can't go to like, you can't find one of those like old school cobblers Cobbler. that still exist. Well, I wanted to go to a Birkenstock guy. I felt like he would know what he was doing. I'm sure any cobbler could do it, but I'm it's not weird that this place is still exists. always. I'm always shocked when I pull up to a cobbler. Then you find out, then you hear from a guy like Travis Rogers. He's had a pair of dress shoes resold three times because he's from the 1900s. Like you, yeah, they, I mean, they make they make them. You wear th- pretty reasonable. Yeah, you wear through the sole of a shoe. The, the upper of the shoe is probably pretty fucking worn out too. Just toss it. Like give it to the goodwill. Just get send it away. Cobbler. No, you got this guy. Well, we have we've, we're saving coal miner jobs, so maybe cobblers are the are the next industry to be saved. So I roll out. I find a guy. I go to his shop, and he's got a sign on his door. This should have been the first indicator, Ed. He's got a sign on his door that he's there every day from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. What? Seems like kind of odd hours. This is the Birkenstock guy? Right. Meanwhile, I'm there at 12, and the dude's not there. So I call him, and he's like, yeah, my wife's in the hospital, so I'm kind of, you know, I try to beat the traffic. And he's got a long explanation. I go, okay. Well, I'll come next week or whatever. I tell him when I'm going to come. He's like, okay, that's fine. So I show up. 
I bring in my shoes. And what's happened is I've gotten, I had my feet, I was wearing these shoes and I had my feet too close to a, a fire pit. And the, the, uh, the soul has like peeled away. It's like shrunk and peeled away. So I'm like, Hey, I got the, you know, I got these too close. And he's like, stop. He like interrupts me. He's like, Hey, he's like, what has happened to these shoes is you have taken them to a temperature of over 170 degrees Fahrenheit. And I'm like, yeah, I was putting them by a fireplace. And he's interrupts me again. He's like, you either put them too close to a fireplace. And I'm like, yeah, fucking fire pit. And he's like, (laughs) or you walked on very, very hot concrete, like in Palm Springs in the summertime. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I had my feet too close to a fire pit. And then he looks down and then he looks down at my feet. Like I'm not wearing the shoes. I just hand them to him. I have other shoes on. And he looks down at my feet and he's like, I did not fit you into these shoes. Who is this guy? He's the Birkenstock guy. And I'm like, I go, I don't know. I go, no, they were a gift. I've had those for like 15 years. I just need to get new soles. And he's like, next time you need a pair of shoes, you need to remember the word narrow. Meanwhile, Ed. What? I will spend narrow. I will spare you the details, but I have a, a particularly wide foot. I have a flat wide foot. Look at my body. Look at what I look like. My body. Just picture that in a foot. So I'm like, all right. So he's like, take off your shoe. And I'm like, what? So I take off my shoe and he's like, (gasps) (laughs) he shudders. He has an, he shudders. And I go, what? And he's like, those socks are too tight. And I'm like, they are? I'm like, I had like those socks. I had like those short kind of, cause I was wearing like Sneakers. I had like those short kind of socks that you can't really yep. see with the shoe on. And yeah, yeah. he's like, those. He's like, those socks are compressing your toes and damaging your arch and your ankle. And I'm like, they don't even go to my ankle. Yeah, they're just socks. And he's like, you need to buy loose cotton socks. So it goes on. And I'm like, all right, I'll come. You fix these. Yeah, gives me a price. Okay. And he's like, come back next week and bring me your three most worn pairs of shoes. And I'm like, so like he can like look at him to see how I walk. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll come back in a week. Here's the thing. Now, every time I wear those socks, I feel like oh, my toes kind of hurt now. He's, get, he's got into your head. Yeah, my arch. Like the other day I was walking. I'm like, is that my arch? Like, ne- my feet never hurt before. And now all of a sudden, this guy's announced that I have the wrong kind of socks on, that my socks are damaging my feet. And the other day I was walking. I'm like, my feet. An ankle kind of hurts, and I look down, and it's like, ah, it's the socks. I have the socks on. The guy has gotten into your head. He like hypnotized me. Also, he looks exactly like picture. I'm, I'm the, picturing him already, but go ahead. Okay, picture Breaking Bad, the uncle, the uncle that was in the wheelchair that rang the bell. Yes. Picture that guy, except he's Saltamaca or something. Yes. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Picture that guy. Except mm-hmm. he's a very effeminate, and he fixes Birkenstocks. I wasn't picturing that. That's the guy. So I'm going to go back and pick him up. I'm going to leave coordinates or breadcrumbs or something. I'll send you a text, or oh, I'll do that pin drop thing. 
because <laughs> I might not come back. It, this it is weird how creepy like specialists are. Yes. Like when you, when somebody is way into one thing, it's they're they're bonkers. Like just today, we our uh, external hard drive wasn't working, and so I had to oh, go no. get, oh, no. and it was a problem because up. we had yeah. fuck, fucking everything on there, yeah. and it was the the hard drive itself wasn't backed up. That was serving as the that, backup. That is the backup. Back up your right. iTunes. So now I got to back up the backup because I can't go through this again because right. because Michelle was freaking out. I thought she had lost like every picture she had and everything. But anyway, it, I gave it to the guy and he was just very cryptic for a couple days. It's like, so can you do something with it? And I gave him a new hard drive and he was like, uh, yeah. And it, you know, he, he looked, he looked like a, if Laszlo had eaten 150 (laughs) pounds of stuffed crust pizza, a real genius, yes. Yeah, yeah, and he was like just <laughs> That's exactly what really, I was picturing. He's really creepy like balding with the long hair and yeah. and it was it was not it was not comfortable and it's all dark and this like it's called like Tech Solutions, you know, oh, one of these yeah. kind of places. Oh yeah. And it smells like bad pizza, like Pizza Hut pizza in there. He's just and I don't know there what's going all day. Yeah, he's and there's just, just wrenching stacks on of, stuff. Yeah. Stacks of things everywhere, monitors and and discs and weird just shit everywhere. Yeah. And then um I I showed up and he gave me the new drive. And then I was like, So the the other the the other drive wasn't fixable, it's just you just transferred it over and he's like, No, it couldn't be repaired. I was like, so you just throw it out? And he like thought about it for a few seconds, and he goes, yeah, I threw it out. And I was thinking, this dude no. is definitely beating off yeah. the pictures of my kids yes. right now. Yes, he is. He totally is. <laughs> but like, he's a specialist. I don't, I don't yeah. fucking know what to do. I plugged in the hard drive, and it was not right. registering anymore. So it was like, all right, so I guess I need somebody to do something no, for me he's, here. He's using it for parts. You should have demanded that he destroy it in front of you. It's I'm like, telling you, it's like I when just the, wanted to get out of there. That, like, I, I had a feeling he had a button, like a panic button, could have dead bolted me in. Right. I just needed to get out of tech solutions. It's like it's like when the when the mechanic puts a new serpentine belt on the old engine. <laughs> you got he's supposed to show you the old serpentine belt. Meanwhile, he could have just grabbed one off some Buick that he did twelve years ago right. and been like, "Here it is," and hasn't done shit to your car. But it gives you peace of mind. Like, hey, he saved the parts. He, you know, he's not lying. Yeah, um, and then also he yeah. he didn't he couldn't give me a receipt at the time, and I he just had me sign for something with no price tag attached. I was like, "So how much is this?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. two hundred twenty. I'm like, "I'm waiting for the four thousand dollar bill to show up." Yeah, exactly. Um, one more thing before we get into the regular show. Yeah, there was some fucking wrestling event this week. One of the WrestleManias happened. Yeah, I started seeing some buzz about that. Was it this weekend or something? I think it was, yeah. And these people on Twitter were just going absolutely nuts. Yeah, about, I got off. I, I, about I don't dudes want anything. About bodybuilders getting greased up and like greasing their hair and putting like cocoa butter all over themselves and then play wrestling around on a trampoline. And I saw a picture. Uh, Gronk was there. Jeez, course, just yes. what the world needs. Yes. Gronk in the off season. Of course, we get enough of that fucking dude. Of course, Gronk would be there. Like that's that's a Gronk event. 
Uh, it's it's enough. I'm, I might make this a. This might be one of my red line issues. Where if I see, but the problem is there's people I really respect and like that do wrestling related topics. Mm. On like I only tweet about. I, I rarely tweet. When I tweet, it's about cool stuff like the Bachelor, NCAA tournament, and like other Bachelor related stuff like that. That's some hetero content. I don't tweet about dudes rolling around with each other covered in cocoa oil. Yeah, it's it just it's it's one of those things that's baffling to me that people are into. It's crazy. It's insane. Like I was into it when I was nine, briefly. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of stupid. Like my friends might find out that I like this and I feel like I'm getting a little too old to it. I'm going into fifth grade now, and I don't. I feel like I'm a little too mature for this. Meanwhile, there's guys in their forties that are chatting this up like publicly, like known. Shouldn't isn't this one of these things you keep to yourself? <laughs> there's a great scene in uh, Hannah and Their Sisters, a Woody Allen movie, yeah. and Max Van Von Sydow is like. He's like the academic that refuses to go outside anymore. He's all angry at America and Americans. And he's like, and he's just like, he was like, I was flipping the channels and there's wrestling on. And he just gets so worked up and he goes, can you imagine the level of a mind of someone who, of an adult who watches wrestling? Yeah. It's great. That was 30 years ago that he had that opinion. Uh, Are you listening to S-Town? Have you listened to S-Town? You know, I in the last week I had three people tell me I got to check it out, so I downloaded what are there six, seven episodes? I have seven, not listened yeah. to one yet. Yeah, listen to it; it's good. Recommendation, not, not that it needs my recommendation. It's like the most popular thing on the internet right now. It's very good, very well produced. Great story. I will check it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's like of the same This American Life serial people. Yes, yeah, it's right. an it's an Ira Glass This American Life. Yeah, it's them, but it's a different. Got a different reporter that produced it, and uh, it's an interesting story with a lot of twists. Yeah, I'll listen to it this week. A lot of interesting twists. It's in the South, which is just you just you forget that there's places like this that exist in this country. Well, I've, I know a little fact about the South. Did you know the birth rate in uh, Georgia? Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's I bet it's higher in Georgia. I bet there's more 15 year olds that get married in our Georgia than their Georgia. Fuck. I mean, I was almost a child bride. I got married at 24, so I shouldn't yes, be talking. That's, that's too young. It's you. You're an anomaly. It's worked out. Good for you. But the, the age, marriage age is like 32. Like 30, Gotta be over 30. Yeah, 32 is a, an age where you can start thinking about being ready to be married. Yeah, I got lucky that it worked out, but yeah, yeah. It, I can't imagine too many other decisions at that age no. would have worked out. No, no, you're very stupid when you're that age. Uh, uh, Ed, we have a voicemail. Somebody's reached out. You ready? Um, fingers crossed. Each week, I hope it's one guy. Yes, it's him. Hey guys, what's up? Kyle and Scotty here. Hey, number one. Uh of Barry Sewell. KC, wherever the fuck you're at, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anderson is fucking gorgeous. Brian, keep awesome. Ed, keep it up. You guys have been doing awesome. I ain't been calling in much because you guys got a little political. It got me scared. Ah, uh, not really. Whatever. <laughs> not much that I could talk about, I guess, really. 
Well, see you guys later. It's good to catch up with old Kyle and Scotty. Yeah, it's just good. It's good to know he's out there making things yeah. happen. Love yeah, that dude. It's just yeah, it's just knowing he's out there makes me a little bit happier. Sure. And knowing that he agrees with me that Aniston is way hotter than, especially current. The current. Yeah. Well, he just Angelina knows. He knows the facts. He, yeah. He's 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 caught up on things. Like he's he's well versed in, and he's got the right opinions. Uh, okay, what's going on? Speaking of people that are doing it right, what is up with former UCLA Bruin Shabazz Muhammad? Now he was one of those like um, super stud recruits and freshmen, yeah. but like left after a year. And like I don't, I, I don't pay attention too much to like the Timberwolves. But is he anybody in the pros or just? No, I don't think so. I don't think he really plays. Sort of a washout, probably. Should have stayed in college for a couple years. He was kind of like Alonzo Ball, but not as good. Hey, he was more as good as, as, as Alonzo Ball delivered as a freshman. Shabazz was totally. like the you know the the prospect, right? But, but he was he was like him in the sense where his his dad was like a failed athlete, also I think, and had really like banked. I mean, I guess that's a lot of guys' story. Um, had really you know like banked on his kid being a real superstar. Um, and yet, well, he, like he's up. still living like a superstar. Oh, interesting. So Minnesota Timberwolves, Shabazz Muhammad flew a chick to join him for an evening in Portland, I, I guess, after his team played the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Um, then Muhammad supposedly just left the girl stranded in Oregon while he skirted off with another girl. So the girl who's an Instagram model, which I'm not really sure what that is, um, she contacted Muhammad's actual girlfriend to ask her to buy a plane ticket home. And here's her. Wow. Here, and so I, the girlfriend, I guess, to, to show up, Muhammad just posted the entire exchange. Hey, this is really whack, but can you hit up your man? He flew me to Oregon, then lied and said the team had to fly back early, but I caught him in the elevator with another girl. A third girl. Yeah. He just had sex with me, and we don't use protection. I'm, I'm not sure how that's going to help matters, but I'm not worried about the fact that he's evil as fuck. I'm worried about the fact that his retarded ass didn't give me a proper flight home. Then the girlfriend replied, not my man, not my problem. And then wow. the, the girl comes back. I'm literally just trying to get home, girl. I don't have time to be dealing with this retarded ass nigga, please. And then she put the praying emoji. He just call, he just called me while he was on the phone with you, and you were like, "Now you got me on mute." And then some emoji that I can't tell what it is because we discussed last week. I, I I don't know what all these emojis. Are. It's the it's the girl with that hand over her face. Like, okay, what are you thinking? Like, you put your hand over your face like you're embarrassed to look. Boo! You can keep your man. I'm just trying to get home on a proper flight. Now, Brian. Have we found the next two actors to star in a hilarious buddy cop movie? These two? It's pretty good. Like, I like that these guys, first of all, you can get pussy now so easily. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. How these guys don't, they, teams, maybe we didn't talk, maybe you and I just spoke we, about this. Yeah, part, we, we did discuss it. There was, this, there was a story about how that um, overall, records for road teams are much much better they're winning at a higher much higher percentage like 10 percent better than they were 15 years ago 
and the the people that put together that that did the study attribute that gain to the fact that these guys don't have to go out and chase pussy at the club anymore. They just have they have they get to town and they have it they have something lined up already through their social media, through Instagram or whatever, and they can just go back to their room and get laid without having to stay out till two, three o'clock in the morning to try to get some ass at the local club. But like most things, Ed, double edged sword. Because if you can hit up a chick on Instagram, she can hit up people that know you. And you got to be mindful of that. Even more so, how in this day and age are NBA players going bareback? How are we? I mean, raw dog is like the number one rule. Like, you cannot. This is all these chicks are trying to get pregnant. You cannot be raw dog in an Instagram model. That is the number one thing you're not supposed to do, Shabazz. She is a prostitute. She flew just to have sex with an NBA player, and she yeah. flew knowing she had a one way ticket. Who fucking flies with a one way ticket? Yeah, that's, that is crazy. She's going to have to whore her way back home. Yeah, you got around her. Well, I'm sure she knows other guys. I like that all these chicks have exactly the same. They all have adopted the Kardashian look: fake lips, fake tits, yeah. fake ass. Yeah. I some of her pictures were a little too much, but some of them look spectacular. Yeah, I mean, she's well. That's the thing; these chicks are good. Well, this one's good, where she's got the curly hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a full body. She's got the tight dress. This is more chicks should wear dresses like this. I'm always advocating for that. Um, but she's, yeah, she's all over the country. I mean, she looks good. She's definitely, but she's definitely got that. She's of a. Yeah. And she's had some she's, dirty dicks inside of her though. She's of she's unprotected of, sex with an NBA player. Yeah. Raw oh, dog. In it. No, no, no. Uh, she's of, she's of indeterminate race. Like I would say she's black, but in some pictures she doesn't look black. That's what I like. I don't want to, Yeah, no, I'm into that. I don't want to know what you're up to. I just want to know you've got something interesting going on. She's she's somebody somebody said on Instagram this week that I that I appear to be of indeterminate race. That's a cool thing. I, I thought that was pretty I wild. can't escape the Irish look. I'd like no, you no, you are a white guy. Okay, what else is going on, Ed? All right, let's let's go to the Texas Rangers. Rugnet Odor. One of just, my favorites. Just eh, the guy who just clubbed Joey Bats last year. Yeah, he'll punch guys in the face. Um, Rugen Odor signed a six-year, $49.5 million deal to stay with the team. According to the Dallas Morning News, um, their reporter Evan Grant, the Rangers also agreed to give Odor a pair of nice horses. Odor supposedly rides every day in the offseason, owns four horses, and was once described by his uncle Ruglis as a Venezuelan cowboy. Now, Brian, last year, I remember we did a story that revealed Rugned's brother's name to be Rugned. Now yes. we know his <laughs> uncle's name is Ruglis. And I, I did a little Google search, found out he also has two cousins named Ruglis. Shut up! So the question, I think, is pretty obvious. What the fuck is going on in that Venezuelan horse farm? 
Oh, no. And baseball players aren't allowed to ride horses. You have to sign like every right. – you have to sign a contract saying you're not going to go skiing, bowling, skateboarding. Like there's every single thing you're not allowed to do. And I'm, I'm certain that horses are on playing Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid down there. Yeah, you don't need to be, you don't need to be riding horses, roughened odor. Uh, every time I look at the guy's name, I'm like, wait, roughened odor? Oh, wait, no, Rugned Odor. Yeah, his last name is O-D-O-R, and that's the least weird thing about his name crazy his brother has the exact same name did we talk about this that maybe i i uh hypothesized that it might be like korea where we're saying their name backward the kim part yeah where it's actually it's actually odor rugned but that wouldn't really work in this situation because his brother would also be called odor rugned yeah and we also have the situation where he's got an uncle that's Rugless. Well, that I guess that could work. And both his sons are rugless. Yes, yes. It's just like that's what's going on there. Is your name I, Douglas? No, rugless. Rugless. Like this is shocking. This is crazy. Like you can't come up with two names. Like you love yourself so much that you have to give both of your kids the same fucking name. Maybe his dad is the George Foreman of Venezuelan uh, cowboys. Yes. Yeah. But didn't George Foreman have like several different wives? So that like. He had five Georges by five different women, I think. Can you imagine how confusing that would be? It, yes, very. At least if they're all in the same house, you just call them like one through seven or whatever. If it's like, oh, well, this is this is George Foreman calling from wife B, subsection yeah. C. Yes, yeah. <laughs> very. You're like a like a like a paralegal to figure out whose name is who. Very, very confusing. Ed, we talked about last week that commercial where the Kentucky fan shows up at the uh, Louisville yeah. guy's house with the six. I finally saw that, and it's very disturbing. Like, everyone's jammed on the couch together. Eight people, a six-pack of Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's just, it's what? so odd. It's but not- that's... Clearly, that's the that's the lowest behavior Kentucky fans have shown this week, right? Yeah, well, well, let's look into it. Um, so, after professional basketball team, the Kentucky Wildcats lost in the NCAA tournament's Elite Eight to fellow professional basketball team North Carolina. Their fans blamed referee John Higgins. Since NCAA officials aren't full time employees, many also have side jobs. Now, Higgins has a roofing company in Omaha. Well, Big Blue fans decided to take its revenge out on John Higgins' WeatherGuard Inc.'s Yelp page. Here are a few of the 885 one-star reviews. Well, so fucked up. Jason Skaggs wrote, Video proves this man has zero integrity, so I wouldn't want him near my home trying to get money from me. Beware of people like this. If you don't have integrity, you are nothing. He is a disgrace. Unbelievable. Josh Bates wrote, so did UNC invest in your roofing business? I would bet money that you that you in some way got a huge payout after the game. Just admit that you messed up and have a gambling problem. So do you screw over your clientele the way you did the hashtag BBN, which I think stands for Big Blue Nation? Oh, my God. As crooked as you are, no way you could roof a straight line. Nice hair, asshole. <laughs> So Higgins' business uh, has now plummeted to an average of 2.1, uh, 2.1 star average on Yelp. And he also received several death threats. Now, Brian, 
is this behavior is this the behavior you'd expect from a reasonable rational intelligent fans from the great state of Kentucky yeah unfortunately this is this isn't, doesn't shock me at all yeah it's I mean this remember an Alab one of the an Auburn no an Alabama fan was like mad that Auburn won a game or something and so he poisoned the trees like hundred year old their, like two hundred year old trees whatever they were yeah. Yeah, like uh, these iconic, beautiful trees. He he somehow had the expertise. You'd have to like study this. This is like some Unabomber shit. You would have to figure out how to poison trees. Like if I to, if I told you to, if I told you Ed, you without the use of a computer, you I'll give you a hundred grand if you can go poison a tree right now. I'd be keeping my money. You would not know yeah, how to poison like, a tree. Bleach? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this guy had to. Study and then how to poison trees, and then but he was he was you know he did all that research, but then he was dumb enough to call an Auburn call-in show, yes, or or uh, yeah, Bama call-in hey, show. No, bragged like, about bragged it. about it. And it's like oh, so all we have to do is just figure out who called at nine forty-seven a.m. to this number, That's, and it was like they yeah. they had no idea who did it, but this fucking yeah, thing. I, th- I think he might have done time for that. Yeah, and the thing is, he's he's stoked about it. That's this this is the level that we're dealing with. You're. The coach of your team is John Calipari. You're, before that, the coach of your team was Rick Pitino. Like, this is, what the fuck are you rooting for? These, these guys are just transient guys that you hire. They don't give a fuck about you. They're there for a paycheck. Yeah. And the, and the, the players, World Wide West delivers these guys. The, the players don't fucking grow up going, I want to play to go to Kentucky. They go to Kentucky because they got the most money in the Kentucky shoebox. The, the, and they're only going there for a fucking year anyway, dipshit. Before the first Yelp review was posted, four of those guys had already declared for the draft. Of course. <laughs> I don't give a shit. With it's because cause we have a fucking ridiculous, stupid system. And this, this guy, some guys out there, like, realizing his dream like he loves basketball and he's out there refereeing basketball and you fucking shitheads i've never refereed anything and guess what it's not that easy yeah, i mean these guys it's, are going full speed yeah they fuck yes. up but like jesus and there these there's massive people diving and flying everywhere and your fucking eyes are darting around trying to see everything that they do and they're much more athletic and quick than you it's just and these guys do the best they can as a roofer you fucking need those Yelp reviews. So they just crush this fucking yeah. guy's business. The, yeah, the death threats are empty, and I, I'm not saying it would feel good, but even right. I got a death threat for a fucking Back to the Future article. like that. That's true. That's true. I remember that. Like, it <laughs> yes, happens. It's crazy. I'm not saying it feels good, but you can get – like his business is in trouble because people just do simple searches, and they're like, 2.1, I'm not even clicking on his link. They're not even going to get to that page of the reviews. They're not going to see that it's a bunch of angry basketball fans. Like you're going to be like, "Well, this guy cannot be good. He's going to have to like start a new business." Yeah, that's because no one is no one's ever going to get down to this guy's review, and and he's going to have to get rid of his Yelp page. Right, he's going to have to start a new like name. He'll have to reincorporate whatever. Like fucking assholes. Well, I I did. I went over to. So I wondered. Well, what does he? You gave him a five star review. No, I'm not that not that altruistic. But um, I went over to the UK's Yelp page. They got three stars, by the way. And the second review on there was from somebody named Ann W. And I thought it was pretty good. This school is about one thing: basketball. The parking is horrible. Attempted to print on campus. 
or at the library is a hassle and money and a money racket. I enjoyed my program, but the professors I encountered while taking outside requirements were mundane, acted superior, and had little interest in truly teaching. Basketball, 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 and Big Blue. That sums up the foundation of this university. They do have a nice art museum, so I gave it an eh overall. I have wasted three years of my life here. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Just an angry yeah, student is- that's like, uh Here's, oh, I forgot last week. We... We offered up our roast the hosts. I saw I saw a good one. I got I got nailed yeah. by a couple of them. Oh, you did? I did. Somebody made fun oh, of me gosh. for using barbecue incorrectly. Well, I got it by most recent, and I don't I don't see anything recent. I think we got about six or seven in the no, last wait. week. We're, we said we'd do it at the end of the month. Really? Yeah, but I thought we'd, you know, tantalize people with what's going on. And I don't, I see the, I see reviews here, but they're glowing. It's our buddy Breed in Houston's. Just, Wait, he's we got, not, we he hasn't some, roasted We had us. some kind ones. We did, but. Yeah. But, uh. Okay, we'll do, we'll catch up on them next week. Uh, <laughs> Janet Jackson's arm, you stink. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's good. That's really, that's really good. I like that one. Five stars. Wait, I got a, I got this is pretty good. I gotta pull this up. This is this is worth it. Um, despite the fact that being the opposite of anyone I would want to ever hang out with, wearing multiple rings, owning Birkenstocks, and being friends with Snake Guy, and Ed using barbecue as a verb, this is an o- okay show to listen to while I sling the nation's mail. Listen up, Ed. You can attend a barbecue or eat barbecue. You cannot own a barbecue or use it as an action word. You own a grill, and you can either grill or smoke. <laughs> the bottom line, to bottom line this for you, although I have my grievances, give this show a listen. You may never choose a urinal the same way again. That's amazing. That's, amazing. that's very that's, good. That's Thank be, you, Pat. That's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Uh, I use barbecue as a verb all the time. Hey, you, you I want, didn't know you, it was it was wrong. Like I, 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 I guess whatever region of the country we're coming from, I... I yeah. I wouldn't say I exclusively use that. I, I suppose I grill a steak or yes, whatever, but sure. it comes up. It yeah. comes up. Hey, like, right, you want to come over and watch the game Saturday? We're going to barbecue. Yeah, but whatever. I like being ripped for it, though. Yeah, me too. I like, me too. I, just, I like the fact that maybe I'm a lesser man for saying I that. didn't know I that. That, it was a, that it was a potential. I didn't know that that was a regional <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> I like it. I like that I'm lesser man. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good job, Pat. So yeah, that's well so guys, if you if you're not hashtag Team Current episode, pay attention. There, we, there's a roasting contest. We're gonna let this thing run about a month. You, we stole this from another podcast. Some or somebody told me that another podcast does this, so now we're doing it. You go on iTunes, give our show a five star review, and then much like Pat just did, make fun of us in the in your review. And the best roasting of us gets not only a signed copy of Ed's book, Serial, Snap, Crackle, and Pop Culture, but mm-hmm. also an, a, a victory lap appearance on the show with us, who Pat apparently would never hang out with. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I like that. I, that, was, that was a perfect level. It wasn't like nasty. It was just busting balls. It's hilarious. Perfect. Very good job. Uh, okay, Ed. Yeah. As we've discussed several times on this show... We have a strong interest in becoming juggalos. Yes. Much like Goodwill Hunting when Benny Affleck 
gives Matt Damon the speech about how one day he wants to show up to pick him up for work only to find that he's abandoned all of his books and his sad life rooting for the Sox in South Boston for bigger and better things somewhere else. I know our listeners download this show every Wednesday, hashtag team current episode, hoping that we have finally followed our destiny and devoted our lives to the sage <laughs> wisdom of violent J and shaggy two dope, obviously. Yeah. Just update. Like all they get is update. Brian and Ed have gone the way of the joke. Exactly. Yeah. We're out. <laughs> but alas, Ed, maybe, you know, niche podcasts do the best where we would probably be more popular. I mean, we're very popular, obviously. But we'd yeah. probably be more popular if we picked a niche like fishing. Like we're to, all we're talking is the best lures from now on. We, our our following would go up by ten million. So if we just switched to just straight juggalo talk, became the juggalo <laughs> show of record, this might be the most popular juggalo podcast. But alas, Ed, our jugga future is in jeopardy. Uh oh! As this week, we discovered that the heroes who wrote iconic lyrics like well i don't understand the phenomenon we fucking these hoes that look like spalala rich boys <laughs> think that is shitty but i like fucking crackheads with one titty oh and i do it at the drop of a dime and i get scabies almost every time so kendrick lamar better watch his back let's talk about my nutsack i don't front jack I got bugs on my ball sack. Was that, Ed, quick game. Was that the words of Violent J and Shaggy 2-Dope? Or was that the bard himself? <laughs> I was thinking, was, that might have been like right before Julius Caesar went in to yes. meet with the tributaries, right? Yes, it was. You got it. Yeah, got Ed, it. that's from the classic Bugs on My Nuts who <laughs> I mean who doesn't who doesn't have that in their canon their top 10 canon uh Ed it yeah. turns out that the insane cl- clown posse ICP might actually be plagiarists oh no from the story the insane so cl- you know why we confused it what? because that was very similar to Shakespeare's routine about bugs on his nuts. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he had a similar. His was just an iambic pentameter. Yeah, he, he used the word ye a lot. Uh, like, um, hint, me uh, thinks, yeah, thou dost haveth bugs on ye nuts. Well, it's like Whitman, Leaves of Grass. That was actually about the, the, all the bugs that got on his nutsack when he was out in Leaves. the fields. Hey, you know, you're, that. you're naked in nature. There are going to be bugs on your nuts. Yeah, same. Robert Frost had a lot of great stuff about um, bugs on his nutsack. The insane clown posse found themselves in legal trouble this week after an Ohio poet. Kind of shocking, right? Like, if I said Ohio serial killer, you'd be like, oh, yeah. You see that the angel of death got dommered at an Ohio prison this week? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, it's, we, uh, they lead the world in. Welcome to Ohio. Yeah. Underneath. Welcome to Ohio. Hey, at least Dennis Rader was from Wichita. <laughs> most Ohio, <laughs> most American presidents, most American serial killers. Uh, okay. So after an Ohio poet, I'll take your word for it, accused the pair of copyright infringement. In a suit filed March 28th, Stanley Gebhardt claims the rap metal group tried to pass his 1993 poem, But You Didn't, off as their own work. 
it appeared in a second helping of chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> and in 2007, ICP, ICP rapper Violent J uploaded a recording of himself reading the poem to YouTube with the title Violent J's Poem. Not exactly the clearest video yep. title. <laughs> Apparently this guy didn't come across this video until 2015. Uh, but now he's like on to him and he wants 150 grand for each willful violation, uh, which I, I think could be like every time somebody's watched the video on YouTube or whatever. Um, as far <laughs> as YouTube commenters are concerned, they seem to assume the poem was Violent J's original work. One commenter replied, man, that song deep shit, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> frowny emoji. Another shared the sentiment. That's some deep shit right there, T-H-E-I-R. Ed. Oh, no. Have you changed your tune on ICP after discovering they steal their jams from a book that's only ever been read while taking a shit in someone's grandmother's powder room? (laughs) It's amazing. That was the sequel to Chicken Soup for the Soul? Apparently there's more than one. There was was so much demand. I I think (laughs) as a general rule, and I think we've learned this from Kiss, if you need to wear face paint to distract from your music, yes, yes. chances are you're not very talented. Another rule of thumb is if your name is Jimmy Buffett or Dave Matthews, you're probably bad as well. <laughs> uh, great point. Um, yeah, let's, we'll see how this works out. This, I'm really worried about if this is going to affect this year's gathering of the Juggalos, which I was yeah. uh, hoping to fund a Kickstarter that we, so that we could all go. God, when when I I think I've mentioned it before, but when Stern would send somebody to go just interview people oh, at the, the Juggalos, it's it's amazing. Like yeah. they're all just they're way deep in nitrous by the time you reach anyone. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> they're like they're really struggling but with words. It's like how do they afford drugs? Nitrous is pretty cheap, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just a couple bucks a balloon probably, but. Yeah, but I think it's how do you afford the brain cells? Like they, yeah, that's you true. go to you go to a couple long weekends and you're you're wearing a dribble bib. You're out. <laughs> it's we really should think about like they're so committed. There are hundreds of thousands of people go to that gathering of the juggalos. If we did a juggalo specific podcast, we get the face right. paint going, we do all right, just, jugging. Yeah, all we do is get a chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. Book. Yes. Yeah. Just be, and then these people are so zonked out of their brains. They're so zooted. They don't even know what the words are. And then you could be like, hey, what do you think when uh, Shaggy Two Dope said, <laughs> you know, and just right. read some of Quiz the things. Be like, yeah. Whoa, yeah. that was great, man. It's like when Jimmy Kimmel goes on Hollywood Boulevard and asks people like who the vice president is and that they don't right. know. Yeah. Or did, did you hear that we launched a yeah. Stern? They, go, they, 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 they'll go up to people in Times Square and be like, can you believe the the Jews successfully lobbied to take away the Rockefeller set, uh, Center tree yeah. and put in a giant menorah? And they're like, those motherfuckers, nothing's enough for them. Like, all they have to do is walk like four blocks to see that that's not uh, the case. The, yeah, the, um, the man show did a bit one time where they went down to Santa Monica Pier to protest women's suffrage. I couldn't even want people to sign. They're like, we knew we're signing this in protest of women's suffrage. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, oh, yeah, that's fucked up. And Santa Claus lookalike arrested for selling cocaine to undercover police officer. 
That's that's a that's one of those headlines we like to talk about. It's, it's just yes. top notch. It's great. It, it's like the radioactive boars. It's one of those things where you look you want to look like Santa Claus, obviously. Like a lot of old guys, bikers, they adopt this look because they, they like it. They like being associated with Santa Claus for a period of the year. But it, it can come yeah, back to yeah. haunt you. Even if you were being generous and giving you a lot of time, you've got ten and a half months that looks odd. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, like you could say, you like in November, you're just saying he's getting a jump start on it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, yeah, I get it. Back yeah. in the day, they used to wait till Thanksgiving, but now we're moving ahead a little bit. But Jesus, I mean, that guy in May, <laughs> April, yeah. it's a problem. Any of the summer months, it's just yeah, so bad. <laughs> Ed Fidel Gonzalez Gutierrez's mugshot is causing people to do a double take because of his uncanny resemblance to Santa Claus. In the photo, in the photo, Gutierrez is seen wearing a red tank top. He's, and see, he's doing the red thing and has long white hair and a thick beard that closely matches Santa's. I like, I like how people have identified what the actual Santa Claus looks like. However, unlike jolly old St. Nick, Gutierrez has found himself in some trouble. The 58, how fucking old is this guy? 58's pretty young. Yeah, he looks, he looks like Santa. Like, you know, yes. Santa's like 840 years yes. old. He doesn't, yes. he doesn't look like he's in his 50s. This guy could easily pass for Santa and or Moses, who I believe was in he the looks 600s. Like, he looks like that magical old. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> You stop wondering what year it is. It's like, wow, this guy's this guy's eons old. Yes, he's like some sort of wizard. Uh, the was arrested on Tuesday on ten felony counts Whoa. related to cocaine. Fidel Gonzalez Gutierrez was arrested for allegedly selling cocaine to an undercover detective in the Florida Keys on March 29, twenty seventeen. Uh, six of those counts allege Gutierrez was selling cocaine with a thousand feet of a within a thousand feet of a school or a place of worship. I refuse to admit either of those places exist in the Florida Keys. Uh, Monroe County oh, Ed doesn't like that. Sheriff's office told ABC Ten that Gutierrez, a fisherman, was caught selling drugs to an undercover detective six different times between February and March. Well, he's wow. like a drug dealer. The Santa doppelganger is currently in a Monroe County jail. And is being held without bond. Ed, isn't yeah. pretty much every dude over the age of fifty-one in Key West working the Santa look these days? And B, since when is cocaine illegal in the state of Florida? Good points. I was thinking when you mentioned he's a fisherman in the Keys. I bet at one point this guy was just trying to rock the Hemingway look, and then he just went right past it and went right to Santa. Uh, yeah, totally. That's that's the thing. This um, Ernest Hemingway, he kind of had a little bit of a Santa look, although he kept but it he more kept, close crop. He kept it close. That's what I'm thinking. This guy, like one week he was Hemingway, right? The next week he was Santa. He's like, I right, fuck it. I'm just, I'm not turning back. He, this Hemingway, he's a good writer and everything, but I've never been he's to the a Keys. maniac. I, yeah, he's crazy. I've never been to the Keys, but I, it's my understanding that his house there is yeah. overrun with mutant cats because he kept so many cats that there's they've all inbred and he's there's like hundreds of six-toed cats yikes hanging around it's like that island in japan where there's more cats than people like this is that's not you yeah you wrote some good books 
but the, the, you've done more harm than good. True. True. But it, yeah, the cat thing is a problem. I didn't know about that, but yeah. he is a pretty, he, he lived a pretty badass life. Yeah, he was a bad mother. Um, well, back to the Santa guy. Oh yeah. Let's not forget about him. If he's, do you think like he can go back to being Santa? I mean, aren't, oh, yeah. aren't, aren't they all like pretty much like on some sort of prison work release? Yes, yes totally. And this is the keys. Like they, they play it fast and loose down there, Ed. That's right. That's just, this isn't like a normal place where a, a cocaine conviction gets you, makes you a pariah. Right. It probably is going to get him more work. So back, you know, this November, he's going to be having the kids on his lap. Yeah. What's your name, little boy? Yeah. Would you care for a bump off of Rudolph's antlers? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> would like some Bolivian marching powder. <laughs> See if your mom would like to purchase you an eight ball for your stocking. Ho, ho, ho. Unbelievable. Up on the housetop, click, click, click. Who's doing yayo? It's old Saint Nick. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Ed, I'm sure you've heard this story. This is a big story this week. And we've been doing a lot of snake related. Yeah. Well, that's your thing. So <laughs> This is the, our third week in a row. Doing a snake, <laughs> the snake show of record related. So maybe that's our niche is is odd reptiles. Yeah, uh, if you like insane clown posse, you'll love the snake show. <laughs> Ed, so this was a big story this week. This happened in Indonesia. Some Indonesian guys. One of his wives was like, "Wait, where's this? Where's old?" Uh, Hold on, let me get his name. Oh, Indi- Indonesian people, I think, have super. Is that is it Indonesia or Thailand that has the super long names? Um, no, this. I think the Indonesians they typically there's only like five names total that they just all oh, kind so of share. Thailand. Yeah, the Thai. The Thais have the long names. Um, I'll just read it. A 25 year old Indonesian man was swallowed whole by a python on the island of Sulawesi. Villagers and news reports said. A six-minute video on the website of the Tribune Timor publication shows villagers slicing open the python's carcass to reveal the legs and torso of the dead victim named Akbar. Uh, Some village elder told the Associated Press that the villagers had been searching for Akbar on Monday night after realizing he hadn't returned from working on his palm oil crops the previous day. Search party went out, found some scattered palm oil fruit, a picking tool, and a boot. Then spotted the engorged seven-meter reticulated python. When its stomach was cut, we first saw his boot and legs near the neck, he said. It seems he was attacked from behind because we found a wound on his back. Uh, Ed, reticulated pythons grab onto their prey with dozens of sharp curved teeth and then squeeze it to death before swallowing it whole. They are widespread in Indonesia and other parts of Southeast Asia. Ed, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm calling shenanigans on this story. I just, from the first moment, I didn't buy it. I just don't believe this is a true story. I I know this has happened before. Occasionally, a big-ass python will get a hold of somebody. It usually has to be a pretty small person, though. But who's 
who's perpetuating the story? I don't know. Is I don't know. Is like I could understand if you were trying to come up with a crazy story to make people want to go there. Uh, no, but I can't yes. imagine the Indonesian tourism board is happy with this story. Well, maybe they want, maybe they don't want people to go there. This is like this is like an outer island where they get up to shenanigans. See, this guy's a palm oil farmer. This whole palm oil thing has been a bad uh, has been bad publicity for Indonesia. They they have to set a lot of fires to clear land to grow more palm oil. Maybe that maybe that's their reasoning. All I'm saying is that there's no way a real reporter went and investigated this story. We're just we just got the words of some villagers and some local news source. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the pictures. It's all too put together. I'm saying it now. We will find out. We will know that this did not actually occur. Fake news meant to harm the reputation of snakes in general. <laughs> yeah, this is this is an affront to to your way of life. Your yeah, snake, exactly. your snake. Yeah, that now I see where it's going. Like, did your buddy, did your yes. buddy ever like when he was out of town? He's like, hey, Bry, I'm not going to be around for the next week. Can you do me a favor and find a small Indonesian boy to feed to uh, old Bosco in my absence? Absence. <laughs> Yes, yes. He, that is something that he could have possibly asked for as a favor. He never asked me, but maybe, maybe there was feed him a rabbit or an Indonesian boy. Whatever he 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 can get his mouth open far enough. I will say this: the one thing is for sure, if that snake took down a full size human man, it doesn't surprise me that he was found just a few feet away. Imagine you ever have like a really big steak, Ed, and a baked potato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, you can fucking barely move after that. You're just- that is true. When you go steak, it's like it's the best. It's yes. the best feeling. And then, That's like great. right when you're done, it's like you've done heroin. Like you can barely move, and you're so full. Unless they take it away from you immediately, you're gonna keep looking down and going, "Oh, look at that." Like little end is kind of got like a little of the a seared crust on the edge and just a tiny bit of fat like that. I bet that piece tastes pretty good right there. And yeah. even you're full, you'll keep going back at it until there's just nothing left on that plate. When I yeah, when I have like a, a good meal like that, yeah. I have like an OCD that I just can't leave it alone. Yeah, even if I'm full, I gotta keep, I gotta keep going. Totally agree. Whether whether I'm at a restaurant or I barbecue it myself. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes mm-hmm. I'll barbecue my own steak, Ed. Hey, careful with the verb use. I'll barbecue some chicken. I'll barbecue some pork chops. <laughs> I'll fucking barbecue shit. I'll throw that barbecue shit. shit out of that steak. I'll throw I might that have sh- to go get a steak and barbecue tomorrow. I know. It sounds delicious. Ed. Yeah. It is time. Hey, buddy. Joining us now is our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? What do you guys know hey. about barbecuing? Hey, we know was, apparently one of our listeners has announced that Ed has misproper, improperly used the word barbecue. Oh, He's so? used it as a verb. Yeah, but you barbecue. Yeah. Come, why don't you come over? I'm going to barbecue. Yeah, that's right. Um, Kate, you are you? Did you happen to hear me, <clears throat> or are you aware of that snake in Indonesia? I believe it was on Sulawesi. Is that you're very familiar with Indonesia. You've lived there. You've spent a great deal of time there. Sulawesi. Have you been to the island of Sulawesi? I have not. That's a wild island, it's right? It's very wild. 
a. But I would love to go there. There's a, a really. No, I um, heard there's a resort there that I want to go uh, to. Yes, there was there was a a palm oil farmer there mm-hmm. was eaten by a giant python. I'm calling mm-hmm. shenanigans on that story. What do you think? Um. I mean, I guess it could happen. Have we to- have we told the story on the show about the time you could be asleep outside? Yeah, yeah. like a palm oil yes. farmer would be. Yeah, and you're probably little. You could get jumped. Skinny. That's, it had to be a little guy. A snake that size. I saw a picture of it. I didn't read the story though. Could and they say it's twenty five feet long. Twenty three yeah. feet. Yeah, it could definitely wrap itself around you and, and kill you, Couldn't and it? then swallow you you sure, um, did you not have, they eat big things did your parents who res- reside in indonesia did they not at one point have to clear a giant python out of the driveway yes it was, and it a, was like, like a three or four man what? effort yeah it was like how it, did they clear it who what so they have a, <laughs> oh, they have it does not like snake stories they have a I night security snakes. who um came and woke my dad up one night to t- alert him that there was a massive python yeah. had come down the driveway. Yeah. Okay. And so they got up, and then the night security used his walkie and yeah, walkie-talkie. called up a couple of his friends from Buddies. the village, yeah. and they came over and they wrestled it into, I don't know, a they bag put it in a trash or can. a big something. No, they put it in a big And took it away. Bin. That, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm Robert De Niro on heat there. I just pick up and leave. Yeah. There's nothing... I leave nothing behind. If there's a python in my driveway, yes. I leave continents. It was it was like 15 feet. It took three guys to lift it up. I would be back in Perth before the snake was picked up. They thought it was after the dog. Huh, I I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to eat my dog or me or anything. I'd be. Yeah. I, You're looking for chickens yeah. and stuff to eat. They yeah. come through the village, and it probably yeah. had been snacking yeah. on a lot of everybody's stuff. chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shocking. Uh, okay, that's the Indonesia report. Are you guys from, our, from the Baller Lifestyle's own Indonesia, Southeast Asia correspondent, Fancy Sauce? We might do a now, podcast was, from Indo yeah. if we go back there this summer. Yeah, we will for sure. I heard there was uh, some sort of it, the mention of Timor. Wasn't there an East Timor? There was a whole thing yeah, there's like all sort, ten years ago. There's all yeah. sorts of Timors. Oh, there's a lot of Timors. Yeah, uh, back in the early 2000s, East Timor. Um, well, Timor. All of Timor was subject to some of the worst genocide in oh, that's recent right. times. You read a book about yeah. that. You were telling me about. Now that's not where my girl by the Indonesian that's, government. That's not where, Army. where my girl MIA is from. That's Sri yeah. Lanka. She's from Sri oh, Lanka. She's from Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. and that they that's and a whole she, thing too with yeah. the tigers, the something tigers. A lot Point. of civil unrest. They've had like yeah. civil war for like thirty her, years. My girl MIA, her dad is like a rebel. Mm-hmm. Like she's for part of the resistance, yeah. In, which from? are also considered terrorists by people too. That's true. Like it's that's right. it's mm-hmm. a whole thing. It's, a, like, it's hey, it's a fine line. It's a one man's freedom fighters, another man's terrorists. That's exactly right. Okay, Kate. Wait, how fucking worldly yes. we are? Yeah. Who's listening to you? That S Town podcast. Have you talked about it? Hasn't listened to it yet. Ed, it's so good. It's, I, I, I promise I'll listen this week and then we can talk. It's, re- it's really well produced. It's such great it's, storytelling. I mean, it's an achievement. Really is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of luck, obviously, but just it's so well put together. Yeah. It's crazy. It's cool narrative. Very interesting. You know it. who's dying to talk about it? Who? My, my mom, Linda. Oh, is she? Linda's, Ed, Edward. Edward. Linda's you've listening got to, to it? listen to S Town. No. Yes. Linda's on the podcast? 
Oh, she, well, not mine, but yeah, she's <laughs> no, but she, you know, she was all about cereal. Oh, what really? do you think? She was, you know, each week she was going in a different direction. She's she's on it. She's a big This American Life fan. Oh yeah, as am I. Great show. Great show. I mean, it's it's great, but like again, I'm not current with everything. She's like, can you believe that one, that This American Life about friendship? I'm like, all right, mom. All right. <laughs> every, every Sunday. <laughs> Every, every Sunday, there's a. I love I love the moth. Yep, moth's a great show Except too. Except I can barely get through one without crying. S- support. It's na- very embarrassing. Support National Public Radio, yeah. guys. The arts have a place in this world. They really do. Uh, Kate, what is going on? Let's talk about the real news. I we've gotta, got we've already gotten our snake. We're doing a snake story every week. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some real entertainment. Yeah, None of this public broadcasting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's start with. An update about John Gosselin. Anna, you have an email for Kate, right? Oh, we oh, do? do. Oh, I got a lot of feedback oh. in my in my oh, cans. Oh yeah, I forgot. Not those cans. This. Wow, are you getting feedback? Love it. How's that? It's a bit crunchy. Is it better? How about here? That's good. You getting you getting decent feedback on your cans? <laughs> yes or no? Right, keep going. Wiring. <laughs> I would say yes. I would say the feedback's pretty good on that. Uh, hey, Kate. <laughs> Kate explaining what being basic is was hilarious. Maybe every once in a while she could do a you might be basic if segment like that you might be a redneck if deal. I don't know about that. I bet the Baller Lifestyle resident composer and father of triplets breaking news rights of Bill would create a musical intro. That's from our good friend Ish. Rights of wow. Bill has triplets? What a maniac. Wow. Whoa. Bill. Madman. No wonder he is the way he is. Uh, two things. Yeah. One, I I think this could morph into something we love doing. Yeah. Kate should get in on the shame game. Oh, People yeah. should be shamed. Yeah, totally. So I don't mind that, but we fuck no. Are we copying a Jeff Foxworthy no, segment? Of course not. Of course not. Like we're not doing. You might be a a, a basic game. Like no. You want to know Kate, why we're Kate, not doing that? Because fucking basic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But get into the. Sh- if, um, if people need to be shamed, go at it, totally. Because we we like shaming people. And guys, reach out. Like, if you want to, if you have questions, like our buddy Dean in Omaha, he wanted to know if listening to Three Eleven made him basic. And I said no. Did he really? I said we all have our guilty pleasures. <laughs> so, be you, Dean. Uh, um, so yeah, guys, reach out if you if you are concerned about your potential basicness. If you're really into Coldplay, though, you're oh, basic. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jason Stewart has a well, Coldplay yeah. ringtone. Uh, okay, <laughs> Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Well, what is happening in fancy? Pop? I know you want to hear all about John Gosling's um, strip show, the, the Atlantic City Review, right? <laughs> Apparently, he was never going to strip. Quoted as saying. Men Untamed is a choreographed male burlesque show, not a strip club. As for the question of why he decided to throw the event at all, John says, I wanted to give myself the best, read sickest, 40th birthday present ever. I'm so, I'm so disgusted not with only, the fact that that guy's hang on. younger than me. His not, 40th present was going to be stripping with dudes? <laughs> not only a wrestling fan. could I have my 40th birthday party here, wherever here is. And have my friends Atlantic and City. family and pay myself, but I could donate a portion of the proceeds to my favorite charity, St. Jude's. 
The event, which he lost 25 pounds for, oh, wow. featured the reality personality, not in his birthday suit, but in one of his signature Ed Hardy yeah. shirts. Yes, we talked about that last week. I guess he sang and like did like a Amazing. male burlesque performance, but didn't take his clothes off. Shouldn't, but there were male strippers yeah. giving lap dances and stuff. And his, I don't know. Shouldn't his favorite charity be very his confused about the whole thing? Quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of them, right? Yeah, he's got a lot of kids. That can't be cheap. Interesting. Well, while we're on the entertainment, yeah, tip. Yeah. Now, uh, one Just, thing about John Gosling. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, not to play into stereotypes, but oh, I've I've talked about my own. But he's Asian. Do you think he didn't want to take off his his clothes uh, because he's Asian? I don't. I don't know if that's one of those stereotypes that's true. I well, I need some. I need somebody out there who's Asian. You need some hard evidence to call in, or yeah, just somebody that's been with DM DM Kate an image. Because I know Irish guys should not be stripping. Let's so I'm break, just saying, I'm just putting it out there. Let's tear down that stereotype. Maybe not all Irish guys, Ed. Maybe just some, like <laughs> some. Yeah, like maybe it's just just, uh, just like County Cork kind of thing. There's only. <laughs> You know, it gets, it's, takes all kinds. Uh, Kate. Okay, well, Ed, I don't need to tell you this. Shia LaBeouf's got a new movie out. Oh, Huck, yes. I thought he was doing his Trump protest. I guess he keeps getting... Yeah, when he was screaming at people, yeah, right? He, I guess his Trump protest keeps getting shut down. What's his Trump protest? Uh, he's heard. just supposed to stand there in, like, Times Square or something for the whole presidency. And but do, wasn't he like, like screaming something? He was like chanting yeah, something. Yeah. The one video I saw. Yeah, I'm not really 100 percent sure. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a national treasure. He works out in jeans. I don't want him to go away. Yeah. What's he? What's he up to now? He's got an indie flick called Man Down, I guess, um, where he plays a war vet suffering from PTSD after his tour in Afghanistan, which sounds like it could be a decent movie. Yeah. Wait, I think this already came out a long time ago. Oh, did it? Well, Ed would know he follows. No, I, I, I'll tell you I why. think it did too, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's only. Sisters? I don't know. Maybe with, it's only screening. With what sisters now? Mara, you know the, the dragon tattoo. Oh yeah, the, they, so, they own the Giants and the Steelers. Yeah, so the only reason why they I know do. this is yeah. because the Mara girl was on Conan, and she's like. Here's the clip of my new movie about, you know, with an Iraq war vet or well, something. Open and then in, yeah. he was in the clip. I was it's like, open in yeah. the UK. Yeah, it just it just came out in the UK, I think right? is the story. And I guess there's one theater in England where it, it only they only sold one ticket for the debut <laughs> for the debut weekend. Not only not only <laughs> is no one, one ticket. No one going to the movie, but it's just one of the it's just one of those people that's like, I just need I'm just gonna go to a movie by myself. Yeah, I, I have those. Also, it's, yeah. not, it's not only this. scored a 15% no, on Rotten Tomatoes. No, none of them are Shia LaBeouf. But it may be, it's not that I've seen a lot of their movies, but I thought, whichever Mara girl, I thought like they were in real Kate movies. And, and then when you see it with him, it's yeah. like, what? what if, yeah. How would it be like if your sister got a normal name like Kate oh, and then this. you were called Rooney? I can explain Like this. what? Like I, what? No, I know the would you be this. so pissed? No, I'm going to tell you right now. Do you want to know? Yeah. The, They're super rich. So no, the Maras, yeah, Rooney. own the the Maras own the uh, I didn't know that own the Giants, mm. but but the Rooney family owns the um, Steelers, and the daughter of the Rooneys married the son of the Maras, so they named their kid 
Rooney Mara. Right. Which is what which is what the name is, but also you have to know like old money. Yeah. They come up with really stupid names. I'm just gonna say it. That's basic. Oh, is it? A little bit. Oh, interesting. No, naming your kid Jaden is basic. Yeah, that's basic in a different way. There's a lot of basic names out there though. So many. Uh what else, Kate? Um, apparently, I'm so shocked at this. Yes. Apparently, shocking. Ralphie May oh. is married and has kids. Someone let him crawl on top of them yes. and impregnate is, them. Not once, yes. but twice. Yes. I don't, is that the fat comedian yeah. that, that jokes about being fat all yes. the time? Yes, I don't think. <laughs> Are there any of those, Ed? Well, no, but it's it's like uh, you know the the Mexican guy Iglesias that only talks about being Mexican. It's like yeah. this. How is this type of comedy still in existence? It's crazy because of dumb people. Wait, um, this Ralph. Sorry, I don't think Ralphie May that was is. That's why. Just, just I've never seen. I don't have any firsthand knowledge. I don't but I doubt that, considering his condition, he's able to crawl on top. He's going. He's yeah. able to be on top. I think He's he been likes a to get guy. really stoned and yeah. um, have some snacks. I actually listened to a podcast, the storytelling podcast I listen to occasionally, had his ex-wife on there. And it Lana sounds... Lana Turner. Yes, it sounds like this... Estranged wife. Yes, it sounds Did like this... Did you say Lana Turner? That's her Lana name. Lana Turner. It sounds like this um, Ralph like an May, old-timey movie star? Mm-hmm. Yeah, has a very, very sad existence. Well, she's, she's getting dad. temporary... Sole custody of their kids. Yeah. Sounds like they're in a um, nasty custody battle. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Also, it sounds like they've been talking a lot of smack about each other he in needs, front of the kids. He needs to it's get not cool. He needs to get that stomach stapling or lap band or whatever. I think that and you can that can break that. Yeah, you can eat through it like that. Um, people eat through through those. Yeah, I've bands. seen I've seen people eat through Brian, it, but he yeah. he should probably do something. Carney right? Wilson. He All should, right, he should go on my six hundred pound life. Moving on. I think she said on that podcast that I listened to that he got the thing, mm-hmm. and it did. It helped. It like knocked him down like two hundred pounds, but it's he was lot. like yeah, but he was like six hundred pounds. Oh, well, that's like. You need a crane to get out of your yeah. to like help yeah, you get out of your house yeah, size. Yeah, not much exercise. You would think at five fifty, you'd be like, you know what, I'm kind of full right now. <laughs> it's, it's time to stop. Yeah, I should probably have like a day it's, where I just fast. It's addiction, though. It's, One day a it's week, a, just a different kind of addiction. That's true. It's sad. So, um, I got an update on the the plot thickens with the Misha Barton sex tape uh, peddling yeah. her did sex we, tape. Did we determine if Ed was. Ed is the world's foremost expert on 90210, but he's not a, he's not an the OC, the OC expert. I probably no. am more of an OC expert. A, OC Ed. I I, I did like Orange what's County, her name? California. Rachel Bilson. Oh, like I doesn't? gave that show a shot, but mm-hmm. it, they were just racing through plot lines. It was not not for me. Rachel Bilson is bang in. Wasn't Peter Gallagher on that show? Mm-hmm. With the eyebrows. He's great. He was Misha's dad. He's great. He's fantastic. He's so good. anyway. He's a good actor. Very good. Here's what happened. Misha's got two ex-boyfriends. She's got John Zacharias, who's the, mm. I think his dad was the screenwriter of Revenge of the was, Nerds. Oh, was he not the 19th? <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds? Was, was he not the 20th that's, 9-11 hijacker, John Zacharias? Uh-huh. Oh. Um, that's who appears in the sex tape with Misha. So he uh-huh. recorded her unbeknownst to her. According to her. 
And she has another ex called Adam Adam Spa, whose name was Shaw, but is now Spa. Didn't one one of your ex-boyfriends, dad, direct one of the Revenge of the Nerds? Um, Nerds and parents? No, one of the girls just want to have fun. Yeah. And one of the police, police academies. Police Academy 6. And we looked this up on Patrol. She always leaves out the Something most else. impressive one that her ex-boyfriend's dad directed. Oh, the directed. Rodney Dangerfield one. Back to school! Back to school, Back to school. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes! Holy yes. shit! Yes. I, Mellon? Six degrees yes. of separation. That was a boyfriend of mine yeah. okay. in my Could, 20s. Okay, cool. okay so anyway, so she's got um, apparently... The other boyfriend, not in the sex tape, stole the computer, made the copies, and is selling the sex tape. And he and his he was not funded by the Saudis, like the first John Zacharias, no, the twentieth hijacker, not that one, was also exactly. Okay, very confusing. So now, how you're you're more plugged in with these things? Oh yeah. How skeptical are of? Of the whole thing, are you like? Do you think somebody stole it, or do you think I, this is an actress without any heat? Well, and- at first, I—that's what I thought, definitely. But then she came out, and she's fiercely going after these guys. Yeah, she's and, been on Doctor Phil. And, and, and no offense, Brian, I was asking Kate. Oh, not uh, you. <laughs> well, I thought you said apparently, you said you're an expert on these things. Apparently, so Brian, apparently Brian is, but, knows more yeah, about this story than that's me. That's true. Though. Kate, Kate seemed to be introducing the story. I said, "You know more about it than me," yeah. and I asked her opinion. But you know, I I'm don't. Sorry. I assume you meant me. Um, Not I agree. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> yes. I don't think she's behind it. Oh, me either. Okay. Oh, okay. It's interesting, but she, her life has definitely like it really. How, how does scene. she? I'm not the, saying the sex tape itself, like. What does she look like these days? Is she just the same, or she doesn't is look she... too bad? Yeah, she looks the same. She never really did it for me. Very skinny. She's skinny, right? Yeah, very skinny. Man. A real skinny girl like that could not accept my kind of sexing. I feel like you're calling me fat right now. No? Inadvertently. No. You are not fat. You're very fat. We're going to talk about this later. Anyone that's seen you on, oh. anyone that's seen you on Instagram <laughs> knows that you have a very nice body. Do you want to hear something shocking? Yes. Try us. Do you guys know who, um... Uh-oh. John Zacharias? Yeah. He overslept. He was supposed to get on one of those planes out of Logan Airport. Do you know who Jimmy Walker is? He was JJ on Good Times? Kate. Do you want to know? I know Mike. Do you want to know That's who, like asking if I know who Jesus Christ is. Do you want to know who he's dating? Jimmy Walker is my personal Lord and Savior. Yeah. Who is, who's he he's dating? dating. Is Shirley Hemphill still alive? <laughs> Ed, you are going to be so shocked. Pam Greer. No. Pam, oh, that, no. that would be a I'm just going to say score. it. Okay. And Coulter. No. This is, oh. this is shocking. Right? Yes. This is not okay. This is the most shocking thing I've heard well, in a long time. No, I, don't mean, I don't mean to stereotype here, but Jimmy Walker seems like he'd be into ass. And Ann Coulter does not have any ass. Apparently, he said to his buddy, um, sitcom creator Norman Lear... Legend. Oh, the man. Legend. That Jimmy Walker had sat with Coulter at a dinner, and she turned out to be, quote, dreamy, delicious, sweet person. What? And that this has been going on for, quote, some time. Well, this Norman Lear as well. According to 90s, Norman Lear. So he could be a little punchy. Well, anyway. But- Norman. 
She doesn't deny that they go on dates, but she says they're not officially dating. But that's what people always say. FWB. That means Jimmy Walker gets to hit it when he's in town. Yeah. uh, She is, and and, I'm going to try to be as delicate as possible. She is maybe the most hateful cunt on television. (laughs) Um, I cannot imagine... I cannot imagine how this thing works. Um, no, I mean, well, he he inserts his penis into her vagina, and she probably needs some kind of lube because at her age, she probably can't self lubricate. But oh my God. she probably gets like some KY and squeezes it on there, and she's like, "Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready, JJ." And he's like, "Dynamite!" Oh but is this it, like? There. Is this somehow like? One of those things like, hey, I'm I'm hooking up with a black dude, so yeah. you can't call Could everything be. that comes out of my mouth like hateful. Some of my best racist. friends are like, do you think he's like, hey, do you mind? I'm going to come through this weekend. Maybe we can do what we do. Is it cool if my friend Bookman rolls over with us? He's a super in my building, and he, <laughs> he just wants to watch. Is that She's probably cool with that, right? Because he's because he's probably still bummed out about how his dad died when he went up there to work on the Alaskan pipeline. I, I bet Mr. you, uh, I bet you, John Amos would still be a serious dude around. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think he would put up with that shit. I would not fuck with Don, John Amos. That's for sure. Did you, Kate? In your, did you have um, good times in your? I, I did not. I feel like a lot of the black sitcoms didn't make it over to mm, Australia. No. That's just a guess. There was no black people Norman, in Australia Norman when Lear. I was growing up. No. Literally uh, and not, none. And you didn't get you also didn't get Three's Company. So I you did, had a deprived. I job. did not, no. Okay. Norman Lear, like Legend. I I watched the whole documentary on him and he I didn't even know this, but like he owned the seventies and then like in nineteen eighty he just saw the religious right taking over politics and he's like, All right, fuck it. I'm done with television. I'm just gonna fight these people the rest of my life. And he true? did. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's a pretty good. It was a PBS uh, American Masters thing on Norman Lear. It's awesome. I'll have to watch that. Okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? All right, well, this story is a little more serious and a little Uh, sadder. uh, Mel B, Scary Spice, and her, by all accounts, I'm just going to say fucking gross husband, Stephen Belafonte, son of the delightful Harry Harry Belafonte. Yes. Harry Belafonte is a legend. Um. They are about to go through a bitter uh, breakup, mm. and um, she's got a restraining order against him. He's apparently been subjecting her to um, domestic abuse since mm. the first year of their marriage. And I do remember, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, she showed up on her show X Factor Australia uh-huh. and with a big bruise on her cheek Shut and bruises up. on her arms. Oh, you know and she means. made up some like janky oh, excuse, but people were door. talking, people were talking about yeah, it. I fell off my bike. Anyway, it's all she showed up now. on TV with a bruise yeah. on her face. She had yeah. to. She yeah. So um, this is a lot. Like he made the, her tweet something about it. Like I fell running in heels or something, but um, like she's been documenting the abuse. Um, so there's a lot of pictures Horrible. of her injuries. And also, I mean, I have a friend in Australia who covered, um, like she does the entertainment beat for um, a network in Australia, and she covered the show, and she did say that they definitely had um, a very open marriage, a lot of threesomes. She may or may not have been propositioned. 
So this is all coming out now um, mm. as part of the, she was coerced into a lot of these situations mm. she didn't want to be in. Mm. Anyway, mm. Now, that what may is, or may not what be true, his, I don't know, but yeah. she's definitely I, I think a victim of um, domestic I, is, spousal abuse. I think he's abuse. some sort of a producer. He's a, he he's a yeah. quote-unquote filmmaker. Yeah. Because his dad, has, his dad is like one of the civil rights yeah, pioneers yes, in America. Like yeah. he helped with Selma and right, Watch on Washington. Yeah. Well, this guy is a piece of shit. He's, by all his accounts. son is just a shit. Huh? And, yeah, and it's not just this story. I want to be clear. This guy's been in the tabloids. There's been stories like this about him for like a for long years. time. And you don't get a reputation like that. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I agree. Anyway, um, she also has a daughter with Eddie Murphy. That's right. Angel. Eddie Murphy's got like nine kids. Yeah. A lot of kids. And this is not like, I'm not yes. having a go at her, yes. but she has, a, she has three kids with three different people. Yeah. Well, that's. It happens. She's in entertainment. Uh, okay. What else is going on? That, that's my. That's it? That's my, ah. that's my news for the week. Excellent job. Do we have any new Patreon subscribers? We don't, what sadly. What's with you people? Honestly. Guys. Patreon.com slash the ball lifestyle. You know what? We're going to get ready to release some more Patreon only yeah, content. I think, I think, so I think, now would be the time. I think next week there's going to be some Patreon only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patreon.com it's only spectacular content. We're going to do a little, a little add on next week. Yeah. So. Brian and Ed doing a male review in Ed Hardy t shirt. You subscribe to <laughs> our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle, and you give us $5 a month. You are eligible to listen to the bonus content that we record there. Um, so please log on patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle and make a donation. Uh, also reminder, the iTunes contest roast us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review followed by your best roast of the hosts of the show. Winner of the contest will be a guest of the show and will also receive Ed's book, a signed copy of Ed's book. Uh, that's it. Until next week, for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 163 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Catch you later. Catch me outside. Bye-bye.